0: get no
1: The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF, The Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to our... Boy, we've already gone through an hour. It's hard to believe. Did we mess up an hour? We, we've, we've gone through an hour somehow. <laughs> we, may, we may have messed it up.
2: Uh, did you have something you wanted to pass along to Marty uh, yeah, to finish uh, that? Yeah, he said he was using the miracle Grow to spray. I'd, I'd be concerned that maybe it's not a high enough fertilizer content. Sometimes those liquid sprays are low. But he would be better off to use a slow-release fertilizer, 12, 12, 12, 14, 14, 14, that can stay down work for 60 to 75 days.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, And let's see, some... <sighs> Let's see. We need to go to Debbie. We're going to talk to Tom Packer from Gardeners of Wake County by their big gazelle sale coming up. Tom, just hold on a minute. Uh, Debbie is with us in Raleigh. Debbie, how can we help you?
3: Good morning, gentlemen. Yes,
1: um, ma'am. Well, you're you're assuming a lot. Well,
3: thank you, Debbie. <laughs> I thought that would be safe. <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs> one time I bought some bok choy at a box store, and it grew really wonderful in my um, very small garden. Wondered um, if you had any suggestions other than maybe getting it through the mail where I might find it in its, um, you know, um, not seed but um, a plantlet. And what, um, if you know, what the growing conditions would be because this was a long time ago and I forget.
2: So, so bok choy is in what I call that Asian vegetable family, mm-hmm. and it's a coolish weather crop. Uh, generally speaking, you primarily see it grown here in the fall, uh, planted oh. it at the end of summer, harvested in the fall. Part of the problem when you can grow it in the spring, uh, but it doesn't like the heat and it'll go to flower out to produce a seed head quickly oh. like lettuce does. And, and I think that affects the taste, the flavor of it when that happens. So you can readily find people selling plants uh, in the fall or late summer. Uh, particularly at the farmers market or most any good garden center, but I don't know that you will see it so much in the springtime. Oh, so it's a woo, okay. So it's a cool, so cool weather vegetable, uh, which here makes it better for the fall, possibly in the spring. But you'd have to get it planted really early. Hope we don't have a sudden warm up, which we seem to be having more of every 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 year now. Uh, and so I'd say it's much more iffy growing it uh in the in the spring than it is the fall
3: okay well i know what i'm going to do now
1: well um, i'm glad you see. do because we don't
3: well <laughs> <laughs> i just love bok choy so uh, i hope I. oh can okay do great Did, well i appreciate the, your uh, answer
1: thank you debbie very much for calling
3: have a good day bye,
1: bye. we'll see if we can talk to somebody at the national <laughs> weather service maybe uh, at the maybe at the bottom of the hour Because it looks like we may have a winter mix in the area. That's uh, some of the meteorologists are are seeing that. Some of the models, as they like to quote, just stop for tomorrow. (laughs) In the morning, you know, nothing that's going to disrupt anything. But uh, you you may get to see a snowflake, and you know, we may uh, we may get a snowflake this winter. I think we've had a snowflake. I think I've seen some snowflakes, but. We haven't had anything really to accumulate on the ground, and I don't know that we will in the morning, but uh, it would be a mix. We're going to get rain and some frozen precipitation or something. So we'll, we'll see if we can check in with the National Weather Service. We're going to check in with the folks at the Farmer's Market coming up. Tom Packer is with us from Gardeners of Wake County, one of the largest garden clubs in the country. Miss Ann was uh, president of it at one point, and uh, was very, very active. Tom, good morning to you.
4: Good morning. Good morning, Mike, Rufus, and Gerald. Thank you for having me on.
1: You're very welcome, and uh, this is this is a, a big deal for the Gardeners of Wake County, this annual sale, and uh, it it's, used to be all Azaleas, uh, and uh, I, I know there's some other clubs that have have, uh, joined you in the past, or is it, is it all azaleas or will there be other plants out there?
4: Um, it'll be all azaleas. They'll just be a handful of camellias and, and rhododendrons. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, basically it's an azalea sale and over, uh, over a hundred varieties of azaleas. Um, single blooming, encore multi-blooming, um, and, um, you know, gerald's connection with nc state he'll be glad to hear we have perfecto mundo as well as wolfpack red azaleas
1: wonderful some
4: of the favorites that'll be sold
1: deciduous azaleas too
4: yes yes um we'll have about uh, 14 varieties of deciduous azaleas which always seem to sell out first people are very intrigued by those and don't you know, see them often, and uh, we price them well, and um, they go fast. So I bet uh, I they do,
1: and some of them have fragrance, uh, very pleasant fragrance too.
4: Yeah, yeah, especially the deciduous; they're mm-hmm. they're very nice.
1: Yes, and indeed,
4: the, it and can be can be very popular.
1: And where are you? Where's the sale going to be this year?
4: Well, this year we're kind of um, going back in time and returning to the state fairgrounds.
1: That's so, wonderful.
4: Yeah, so the sale will be in the. Uh, in a corner of the fairgrounds where the uh, flower exhibition building is, um, right off Gate 6 off East Center Drive. And um, if your audience could put on their calendar, the sale will be from March 30th through April 8th, except for Sunday, April 2nd, 9 to 6. Free admission, free parking. As I mentioned, Gate 6 off East Center Drive. You just walk down the little pathway to where all the flowers are. Uh, you find the flowers during the state fair and, um, that's where the sale will be.
1: So that, that'll be easy to, to get to because you don't have to worry about, uh, the Blue Ridge and Hillsboro construction.
4: Right, right. There, you yeah, know, that's, that's, as everybody seems to now know that'll be closed up there. Um, kind of on the way to the Arboretum up there, but, um, uh, this is on the opposite side of that.
1: right. So, so take Trinity to toward uh, Trinity
4: Road, or what? yeah, right.
1: and then uh, Youth Center will be uh, easy to get <clears> to. <throat> and uh, I guess if you're coming from Kerry, you can come in on Hillsborough and take Youth Center there, the end of the fairgrounds. Uh that is right. that's exciting that uh, you'll yeah. be there. It'll be uh, very convenient for people, and you'll always have extraordinary plants there,
4: yes, yeah, we've we've gone far and wide this year around the state. We're actually getting more, seems like, from from the western part of the state, um, you know, trying to source all these alias. And I did want to mention one thing, too, is that uh, the proceeds from this sale uh, go to support scholarship grants for North Carolina State University horticultural science students. Uh, We gave out over $10,000 in scholarships last year, and uh, the students apply uh, for the scholarships. And, um, we awarded four last year so it's all for a good cause too
1: absolutely what well a
5: tom I, I got a deciduous azalea from you when you're about four years ago when you were out at phil's right and i've noticed that i've not pruned it and it doesn't seem to need to be pruned as much i'm, I'm letting it grow it's just at least uh five feet tall now and i'm, I'm not even going to prune it I, I i just looked at it and said why prune it
4: yeah right well maybe it's the You know, it grows and dies down and uh, just is not as active as the other ones, so it kind of takes life a little bit more easier, I think. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's right.
2: I've been trying that, but I'm not having a lot of success. I'm not really. (laughs) (laughs) Taking life easier.
1: So, so Tom, at uh, the Fairgrounds uh, Youth Center Drive entrance, and give us the dates again.
4: Yes, uh, March 30th through April 8th. Uh, We will be closed Sunday, April 2nd, though, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., and, again, Gate 6 off of East Center Drive.
1: Wonderful. And, Tom, uh, please call us back and remind us.
4: Okay, will do. Thank you very much.
1: Tom, have a great day.
4: Okay, take care. I love to call in. uh, Like they say, a longtime listener, first-time caller. Wonderful.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, let me give you a round of applause, too. (laughs) Very good, Tom. Thank you, sir. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Let's uh, check in before we hit Miss Monica. Well, not literally, uh, the whip. The play on words there.
0: The whip. The whip. Good morning from Balmy, North Carolina. <laughs> Balmy.
1: Well, yeah. I'll tell you, we we may you may wake up there in Alamance County with uh, some snow falling or something frozen small yeah, falling for uh, a little while. You
0: know, I don't. I don't believe this weather. I mean, you know, one day it's eighty, the next day it's fifty, and uh, now, I think Wednesday's is supposed to be uh, a low of 20.
1: Gives me the heebie-jeebies.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for a mater sandwich.
1: Uh. <laughs> oh, we're going to have to. Well, maybe you wanted to wait so long. You never know. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I, w- I want some of that pastry over there at that, that bakery in Burlington.
0: Oh, yeah. Teethy Stefano's.
5: Oh, man. Yeah. By the way, I spoke to the Whip Jr. yesterday. He was. Uh, just, he
1: didn't pull you, did
5: he? he? Well, he was just pulling off off duty. Oh, okay. Going go home and have a good cigar. Yeah. And I yeah. was telling hey, the, hey. the whip that I had met one of their state senators, uh, Miss Amy, Senator Amy. What's her last name? Whip. Gailey. Amy Galey. Hey. Amy yeah. Gailey. Yes. Yeah, a nice person, very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said that. I understand, you've got a. We got a mutual friend. And I said, Yeah, the whip. She said. What did you call him? <laughs> I said. You, you, I said you aren't talking about Lash Ridenberg. She said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, I named him the Whip several years ago." Yeah, and that's his official name. Well, she's
1: too young to to know about uh, Lasheroo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: several years ago. <laughs> yeah, many years ago, and yeah. it stuck.
5: That's right. Well, do do you have any any berries left on your tree no, sir. with the swarms? I, I've never seen anything like that in my life.
0: They have cleaned it. So are the birds uh,
1: still sobering up, or what's happened to them?
0: (laughs) Well, I haven't seen that many, but uh, we have a uh, tea olive that's next to the bathroom window in the master bedroom. And there's a bird that lives in there every, all the time. I mean, it's his home. Wow. And I'm telling you, at 5 o'clock in the morning, I can get up and go to, to the bathroom and turn the light on, and that bird starts singing.
5: Boy, <laughs> well, son, you have, to have a good morning.
0: I have never seen it, it. makes my day. And then when the sun comes up, oh, he is chirping. Yeah. But it's it's amazing <laughs> to look at nature and see what, it, what, what nature does. Oh, and no. It, it's so remarkable. You know, it's uh, the flowers are blooming. the peach trees are blooming, but I guess I'll settle in. Yeah. Are you
1: blooming? Is
0: that. Yeah, I'm, I'm budding. I'm not You're budding. You're budding. All right. I'm yeah, not My we're wife doing. calls me a blooming idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Listen, you guys have a great day. Yeah, you too, Whip. All right. Love you guys. See you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm, bye bye. Bye
1: miss monica do you have birds in your trees
3: oh i'm sure there are a few chirping around um, yeah. probably wondering what's going on with this crazy weather um
1: i know we're gonna find days. out from the national weather service uh maybe maybe we'll do it about 10 30 we'll do we'll talk to folks out there and find out about the about the weather let them gather more information so uh what's happening out at the farmer's market this morning
3: well, it's a little chilly, but the sun's shining, so it's warming up nicely, and we've got a lot of folks out here today. Um, it's definitely beginning to look like spring is on the way um, with some of our strawberry that's coming in and lots of beautiful blooms down there on some of those, some camellias, and saw some bridal brighter, brighter wreaths, spireas, red buds, um, some linton rose, also some Carolina jasmine and quince in bloom, and also some flowering and cherries, and um, just beautiful. Plants, and it definitely says springtime is on the way and um, come out and shop with those guys for the shrubbery and trees. We'll have more plants on the way as this weather continues to, to warm up. We'll have more plants next weekend and um, continuing right on up till the 1st of April. We'll have even more filling up that whole area down there full of plants and all of those things to get your landscape ready for, for the spring and summer and usually have a great selection. We're starting to see a few um, cool season vegetable plants, but we'll have lots more coming in. I know Gerald's probably got his greenhouses packed full, ready to – Potting
2: like around. a maniac <laughs> as we speak. Yeah, this is the last time Gerald
1: will be on with us until May, I guess, because oh, he's, wow. he's going to be out at the uh, – uh, I'll be there out with
5: aggravating
1: Monica. <clears throat>
2: yeah.
5: Oh, by the way, is it a little bit late, Gerald and Monica, to, to plant – Lettuce now?
2: No, no, and no. Lettuce year bite on, t- bite on time. Usually I tell mm-hmm. people mid-March is yeah. usually the time. Well, I was I, worried
5: about it getting too hot for it and bolting.
2: Well, it usually, uh, I mean, if you get it in mid-March, you're going to have March and April. How far you get into May just depends upon how the weather yeah. cooperates, but uh, it, it's it's getting close to that time. I'd say about uh, another week. Of course, I see some 34 low <laughs> this week, so that would Make you hesitate a little bit, but usually I tell people St. Patrick's Day and you're you're good to go with with your lettuce. Now you could have already sowed seed, but if you were actually putting plants, you know, transplanting in the ground, I, I transplanted yesterday. Yeah.
3: yeah. And lettuce is something that makes a nice like a coat, like a almost a color bowl because it's so decorative and pretty too. Especially if you do all different kinds and you can do it in a planter or something, and then you can move it in if you do have that little cold blast or what have you. But um, they make really nice, pretty little, like just sit on your patio or something, too. Um, I see a lot of times people do that, and they mix in all the different colors.
5: Well, do you hear a song about bok choy? You got any bok choy out there?
3: I think it's still a little early. I have not noticed any recently, but I would say any time now, we would probably start having some because we do usually have some that have some spring. Um, and then like Gerald was saying in the fall as well, and I'll have to double check on it, but I don't have that on my list. Um, and I actually texted one of our vendors just to see, and they said, not yet, um, as you guys were talking about it.
1: Now, Rufus, uh, what, where does bok choy fall on the Rufus scale? I know that, that it, it uh, is next to kale good old, is. Uh, good old,
5: is I'm, I'm a great believer in bok choy. Love the taste uh, of it. Love to just boil it and uh, put a lot lot of pepper on it and once in a while a little bit of Tabasco sauce.
1: Uh so you treat that like now? Gerald doesn't like what
5: I've done to it, but
1: we lost uh, Monica. We lost Monica. Snap. Crackle pop. Yeah, see if you can get her back there. Jessie. See how much you upset her when you right. talk about the mop toy. And the... <laughs> I guess <laughs> uh, I guess she doesn't like it.
5: Well, Gerald didn't like the way I did it.
2: No, I don't. I just don't like it. to Eat it. Period. So I don't
1: care I don't, how I've you never do. had it. I don't care how you do. I've never had a wonderful it.
5: wonderful so cabbage. Yeah.
1: Now, I like ca- I, I love cabbage, cooked cabbage. Melissa likes it raw. She mm-hmm. did not like
2: it cooked, but uh, I cook it with some fat back and I'll eat it. Oh, yeah. You know, it has, <laughs> it grows up with a stem that kind of looks like celery. You know, it's kind of wide right. with that stem. I have a person I know that takes just the stem, cuts the leaves off of it to mix in with a, like a salad and takes the stem and dips and eats it. Uses different oh, kinds good. of dips good. to eat it. Well, Monica's, like going a going
1: to, Monica's going to think that since she said we didn't have any bok choy, that we got mad and hung up. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh,
5: speaking of kale, you owe, owe kale to that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But
5: that—that that is apparently the thing now, still in America, in the salad world. Everything you go to a restaurant is going to have some accent on kale. Yeah. Yeah, well, pretty easy to grow too. Uh-huh. I, I, I think I, have, it's I don't know what,
1: what is it that uh, sometimes you get on a salad
2: is really bitter. Uh, that's going to be the arugula. Yeah.
1: Arugula, I has, don't like that. Leave the arugula yeah. off of my. It,
2: it has a peppery, uh, mint kind of taste just, just to it. Uh, uh, and a little bit of it goes a long way, and often if too much has been added, you know two leaves in your salad would be a plenty there's you
1: know? a there's a restaurant in town uh, Italian restaurant Christos uh, and they they sell their their vinegary uh, balsamic vinegar, homemade stuff uh, salad dressing and it's the best. I buy that and, and you know, that's real tangy and it'll get me through a salad, okay. I like that, but uh, at any rate, uh, we're trying to get Monica yeah. back. Trying, trying to cool her off a little bit. Well, I, I Monica, I, I hope we didn't say anything to make you mad. That well, you I was going just to hang ask up her on to it. make sure that somebody
5: had some good Tabasco peppers. I, you know, I, I, do. I
3: know.
1: Oh, there, there's Monica. Yeah, Monica. Did we uh, say anything? Did you get mad with us and hang up?
3: No, I don't know what happened. I really have no idea. Um, wow. <laughs> well. So. Anyway, I'm back. I'm back. Jason, help
1: me back. I'm. I am so glad we were afraid we'd done something upset you. So on the box so uh, we only have about a minute for news. We'll we'll bring you back after the news, but
3: That's
1: the uh, the peppers, Rufus. Well, I, I, a lot of times
5: I've I've learned over the years that my my brother-in-law Robert does the the knockoff pepper. And we've tried all the others, though, the Carolina Reaper, etc. The best one is the Tabasco. And sometimes it's hard to find Tabasco plants.
2: It won't be hard Uh, for you this year to find them.
5: Is Gerald going to have some? I've
2: already potted some up.
5: Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. That settles that.
1: (laughs) Make a note of that, Cheryl.
5: Yeah. (laughs) If you're listening, Cheryl, make a note of that. As Gerald said...
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness! So you got you got plants. You got some. You got everything but bok choy under the farmers' right. shoe.
3: I, I have learned that we have some bok choy plants. Um, one of our vendors down in the in the plant area, I believe, has some bok choy starter plants. So if you want to plant some of your own, you can definitely do that.
1: All right. Well, we'll find out if you got firewood uh, coming up after the news <laughs> here on WPTF. I know that's a big tease.
3: Yes.
1: Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener. Gerald Adams with us, Brother Rufus, uh, Miss Monica out of the Farmer's Market. Now, Gerald, you were talking about uh, somebody off the air wanting to know about uh, these Big buttercups that are becoming invasive in their yard. Now, what is that?
2: Well, if I'm not certain, the big threw me off. There is an invasive buttercup that has a little small uh, yellow. It's called creeping buttercup, and it's it's not the plant itself is not that tall, uh, and has a pretty little yellow bloom. Uh, and it's in the, I think the ranunculus family, which is in the same species as, as buttercups, like we, you know, daffodils we see are, but we, um, roundup would, would knock it out. Now that's a problem if it's in your lawn because it would kill good grass. So I'm not sure on the, the call in, if that's where it was located at. Oh,
1: he was, he said uh, fig buttercup, not big. So Jason yeah,
2: yeah, so that, that sounds like the plant because it is on the invasive plant species because those little blooms are full of seed, and I think it has a little small rise spreading pretty quick growth habit. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: I see it now. It's a ground cover. It looks I like.
2: don't know off the top of my head what you would spray if you had it in a lawn with good grass, but clearly Roundup will kill the plant if it's in – you know, beds or something perimeter of your yard.
1: Ficaria verna, uh, Monica. You familiar with the fig buttercup?
3: I don't believe I am, or I may be, and just don't really know what it's called. I'm sure. I'm sure I've seen it.
1: It's a pretty ground cover if you like ground cover. fit, But if you have, you don't want it. Want it in your lawn? Certainly. Well, it's uh, pretty out in the
5: pasture. Yeah, a lot. A lot of pastures, like out at the uh, pasture that Linda. Used to have her horse on. Uh, the cups would just look yellow, yeah. full of those little
1: yeah. buttercups. It's really, it's really pretty, but I'm not, I'm not sure. You know, a weed is what you don't want. Well, what, some people what might, is might a like weed? the weeds. That's right. What is? Now you sound like an existentialist. What is? <laughs> 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 Let's get deep on this you. huh, Monica? So, uh, take us up to the to the market shops and calm us down a little bit. Let, let's let's eat some, some bread.
3: <laughs> I know, right? Um, I know it smells so good down there this morning with that fresh cinnamon bread cooking and the sourdough bread. <clears throat> Excuse me. They also have um, a great selection of cakes and pies, and that's where you can stop by a couple different places in there and get a fresh-squeezed orangeade or lemonade or um, maybe a cone of ice cream as you're walking around and, Nothing better than that to be able to come out and enjoy and then walk around and see all the great things that are grown, raised, and cultivated here in North Carolina as the saying say goes. Um, we do have a lot of different meats from local farms in there. We have fresh North Carolina seafood, North Carolina wines. Uh, you can stop by 321 Coffee and grab a, a cup of coffee there if you'd like. And one of our favorites, those snowflakes that Carolina Crispy Fry makes, they're doing those again, and they are awesome. If you've never had one, it's just like a cup of snow. Doesn't look like we're going to get any real snow around here. so. Um,
1: well, we might in the morning, uh, just a well, few flakes.
3: I'm <laughs> hearing there may be a few flakes. Not sure there'll be enough to put in a cup, but, you know. Oh, yeah,
1: well, that's the truth. That's right.
5: That's a wonderful dessert. It's uh, sort it in is. between the z- dessert and a uh, a refresher. I call it a refresher.
1: It's like, it was like, now, the one I had uh, when they first came out had several fruits in it. It was summertime, but it had some mm-hmm. banana in it, too. And it, it tasted, I swear, it tasted like a banana split. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. They do it really good. They, they flavor the, they really have a machine. It's not like, I know people think about shaved ice, but this is different. It's a machine that really it comes out. And it's just like snow, and then they put whatever different. They have different types of juice that they'll put in it, and then they top it with fresh fruit.
1: So it's you know it's it's really good. to e- It's good it's to eat, and it is. It you know it's good for you.
3: I got
5: one with some chocolate on it one time.
1: Well, uh-huh. now uh, the chocolate. There's a debate about that. Well, it's now good that, that's a dark. That, that's it was a dark food. chocolate. Dark chocolate, maybe, but yeah. I, well, I if
5: know. I weren't going to the oyster roast today, I'd be getting some Rufus dogs because it's been about three weeks and Whew. they're getting
1: better and better every week. Every week. Now, you go to oyster yeah. roasts everywhere, don't you? Yes. You just went to one last year, late last year, down in Little Washington.
5: Yeah, it was fabulous, too. Yeah.
1: All right, well, you like oysters, Monica?
3: Not a big fan.
1: Yeah, Melissa neither. not either.
3: Not my, I food. like me,
1: I like them fried. I like <laughs> oh, fried. Gerald,
5: oh, yeah, my, especially when somebody else shucks them for you.
1: Yeah, my dad loves steamed oysters and, and oyster stew, but uh, you can, you can have that, I'll give you mine.
3: That's right. And speaking of fried oysters, you can come out to a seafood restaurant and enjoy a seafood plate. If you don't have an oyster roast or something to go to, you can always come out and enjoy <coughs> calabash style seafood, it doesn't get any better.
1: Can you get any uh, fresh oysters? March has an R in it, the the fresh oysters at the seafood, fresh seafood place.
3: Yeah, um, I'm not exactly sure of their availability right now because I I didn't run down there and check um, this morning. But I do know that they've been having them from time to time, and that's something you can always follow local seafood on their social media or join their email list, and they'll let you know their (laughs) weekly availability sometimes. Some of those things during different seasons you have to order ahead. Um, but definitely check them out, and they'll be able to let you know exactly what they have and when they're going to have it.
1: All right. So uh, what what else is going on out there? we got a uh, seafood restaurant. We better go to the Farmer's Market restaurant and have some biscuits.
3: Ooh. That's right. Um, if you've never been and had one of those biscuits, you've got to come out and enjoy one. They do such a great job. Um, with their homemade biscuits, made from scratch daily. Um, they bring out a big basket to the table with some hush puppies, too, and doesn't get any better than that. They have the molasses. They have the butter, um, and you can just fix them up any way you want. They have just good country, home-style cooking that you can enjoy, and uh, bring the family out, do breakfast or lunch. They do feature daily lunch specials, and um, just a great place to come and enjoy a family meal. Mm-hmm.
1: Boy, that makes me hungry. Rufus is concentrating over there. You, you got a yeah, picture I'm, of a my, big my biscuit. My head is bobbing up and down. <laughs> up and down.
5: I took a, a visiting attorney general there one time from uh, Arkansas, and he's still he there. said, "I've never seen anything like this or tasted anything like this in my life, nor seen a biscuit like
1: this in my life." Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a real art to making biscuits. You can't knead them too long. I know that.
5: That's did right. you say the word need need yeah with a k, <laughs> you may have the k yeah
1: <laughs> all right monica so uh what super sod i'm sure they're they're selling fescue sod right now
3: oh yes they are they're they're loading it up bringing it in by big loads and and trucking it out um in small quantities or large quantity whatever amounts you need they'll help you out and they have a lot of other lawn care products as well so um they sort of support those guys. Um, they have those big yellow bags If you're getting ready to start um, filling up your garden or just getting ready to do some container planting. You can definitely come out and purchase one of those big yellow bags um, of compost mix. And they do have smaller quantities available as well. Um, last year, I believe it was a new variety, and I can't remember what it was called, but it was a special um, formula for vegetables. Um, their veggie mix. And so that's something new you may want to try this year. As you're getting ready to get that garden
1: started, I saw one of the big yellow bags at a person's house on my walking route in my my neighborhood. And so they're getting ready to to do something with it.
3: Um,
1: yeah, I mean that's uh, it. It will certainly last you, as Rufus can attest.
5: Well, I, I would advise people don't let it sit there for years because <laughs> <laughs> it will grow from the bottom. it's such good soil you need to use it right away and don't don't leave it sitting there for two or three years yeah because it's Mm -hmm. uh
3: it's potent yeah good stuff it is it is good stuff and And they can um, get it to you
1: no matter what if they can get it through rufus's narrow road and and gate
5: well they parked across the road and brought it up with a little
1: little forklift yeah i'll tell you that's brave So, uh, yeah, and Market Imports, great place to buy some gifts.
3: Oh, it certainly is. And, um, again, if maybe you're trying to figure out something new you want to add to your patio um, or just your garden area, they have beautiful containers over there and trellises and fountains and just so much more. They do have indoor furnishings as, as well, and I know they're getting a lot of their new spring items in and um, getting all that set up, so it's a great place to come from. Really shop.
1: fascinating place. Yeah, it really it is.
3: is. It really is. And I did see a sale sign up over there. I'm not sure what their items are right now, but they do usually have a monthly sale going on, so be sure to check them out. Um, and I didn't mention um, whenever we were talking about the farmer's area, but we do have fresh cut flowers coming in now, as well as those tunnel-grown strawberries and farm fresh eggs. That's another popular commodity right now, and um, firewood and something else you want to have on hand. I wanted to go back and be sort sure of mention those things in case anybody was wondering.
1: And the craft fair.
3: The craft fair is next weekend. Can't believe it's that time. I but know. It, is, um, it is, starts on Friday, um, runs through Sunday, the 17th through the 19th. So wear your green so Gerald's not pinching you when you're walking through. No, um, Ger- Gerald
2: great. is going to miss the craft fair this year because I'm oh, too – I'm going to miss it for the first time in probably 15 years because with this new greenhouse I put up, I'm behind potting plants. Oh, my goodness. So I apologize to the people, but I will most definitely be back for the fall one. But I've been going wide open trying to get caught up, and I'm not there yet. Well,
1: you'll be there soon enough, <laughs> all of April.
3: That's right. That's right. And I had not even noticed because I'm. Yeah,
2: sure I was going to send you ready. a word so you wouldn't think I was laying in a road ditch somewhere. <laughs>
3: It is fine. Oh, my goodness. Well, I guess the show can go on without just yeah, barely.
2: I but I'm, I'm sure there'll be plenty of people, and i have tried my best to get the weather to cooperate. Well,
3: first.
5: at
1: least they won't have anybody to stir things yeah. up over
2: there. No, there'll still be some
5: there that can <laughs> stir it up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, what if I went out there on consignment for you?
2: <laughs> well, there I don't I don't have that many painted because I've been wide open building greenhouse, and then one thing led to another, and we're well, potting. I go straight from the show back to the greenhouses. Rufus,
1: up. I've told you that. I mean, there are all kinds of possibilities for you having a roadside stand. You can <laughs> convert that into something at a
2: venue like the craft.
1: Well, fair. I can
5: sure do it now with hella bore. I bet I've got twenty thousand. <laughs> well, get
2: you, get you a little table. And, well, you and need a, to because they're unbelievably expensive. I saw
5: isn't that some, amazing? I looked in a, a catalog the other day, and I was thinking of the thousands I've
2: gotten. I got counting it up, and I could buy a new house. A uh, court one's nothing to pay twenty dollars for a court one. Because oh, they boy. grow so slow is why they're expensive well, at the garden centers. Takes you know two, I, three years. I bet years. you
1: could if you don't go to the craft fair, you can easily set up at
2: the grocery boy junior.
1: Oh, I think they'd let me. I'm sure they would. Put up a little tent there.
2: Well, when we well, have a little get
5: together. Everybody can have all the hell of order they want.
2: Fine. Monica can squeeze you in somewhere. Yeah. Oh
3: yeah, I'll give you a corner somewhere, Rufus.
5: Yeah, and don't hey. put a don't put a dunce hat on me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: we'll try not to do that.
1: Did we leave anything out, Monica?
3: Oh, I'm sure we did. There's just so much. I tell yeah. everybody, you just got to come out and walk around. That's I right. We'll be in our craft shed area or a market depot there, the side of the seafood restaurant. We have crafts there every weekend um, with those beautiful homemade baskets, those handwoven baskets. Um, Easter's coming up; perfect Easter basket, um, and you can get those custom made as well. We have some goat's milk soaps up there, and a large variety of Hand, um body care products that um, are locally made and some woodworking um mm. spread out throughout the market and those famous puzzles that we have the guy that comes in to make those real small little contraptions um with puzzles, really unique um designs and handmade there as well and just a little preview of all of what's coming for our craft fair next weekend and I do want to mention it's free admission and free parking for the craft fair. So everybody make plans to come out and join us next week. That's right. We'll have over a hundred vendors. So looking forward to it.
1: <laughs> wow. gets bigger every year. Thank you very much, Monica.
3: Thank you. Everybody come see us. We're here seven days a week.
1: Yes, ma'am. That's Monica Wood out at the state farmer's market. And let's see here. You know, we, we were talking about uh, all of the things you can plant. You, you need to use a, uh, bag or two or more of black cow it helps the environment for goodness sake their process it's a little secret their process helps to repurpose you hear that word all the time repurpose manure so it's environmentally friendly and beneficial for your garden and lawn black cow contains up to ten times more nutrients and microbes and garden soils for instance and it helps retain moisture, too. Mix it in with the soil. It'll help. Your lawn, your flower beds, and your vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with black cow. Everything grows better <clears throat> with black cow, sun, water, all of that. For more details, just check out their fabulous website, blackcow.com. And uh, the bright yellow bag with the cow on the front, and you can... You can enjoy yourself getting out, and before the rain or mixed precipitation uh, tomorrow, we'll have to we'll have to see if if Raleigh gets any. I know that uh, Durham, North, and West looks like it's it's going to get some frozen precipitation, but not sure about Raleigh. Could happen. We'll see if we can talk to some folks at the National Weather Service coming up. Uh, Is your lawn looking a little ragged from winter critter damage? Have moles, voles, dug tunnels in your lawn? Have plants been devoured by voles? Are you ready to give up the gardening because you just are fed up with the damage caused by voles and moles? Well, don't be discouraged. Stop the damage with I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. It's available in liquid and granular. I must garden mole and vole repellent has a super strong formulation that's effective and easy to use. I must garden mole and vole repellent works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals. Did you know that many products that kill moles and voles can have an undesirable effect of uh, killing other animals, too? So you don't want that. But I must garden mole and vole repellent contains only natural ingredients and botanical oils giving you peace of mind that you won't be unintentionally poisoning any animals or pets or birds. I must garden repellents are sold all around the triangle area and beyond. Look for I must garden mole and vole repellent in the big orange bag at your favorite garden center or hardware store like Hudson's hardware in Garner and Clayton and Homewood nursery and garden center in Raleigh. And while you're there, be sure to check out the other I Must Garden natural repellents for deer, rabbits, squirrels, snakes, dogs, cats, and more. Protect your garden today with safe and humane repellents from I Must Garden. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener, and since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard, a WPTF tradition since 1945. We're back on WPTF. Carter is in Durham.
6: Well, good morning, Mike, Ruth, and Durham. How are you?
1: Carter Q. Rufus is is out in the hall uh, taking a call.
6: Okay, (laughs) but tell him I said he's
1: he's always uh, talking. He may be talking to us. Wheeling and dealing. Wheeling and dealing.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I just have a a comment and a question. And uh, Mike, I think that the ancestor gardeners have been with me because I found a copy of Pam Beck's best garden plants for North Carolina. $2 For Two dollars at a library book sale.
2: Pierce Steele. Yeah, it is,
1: and I think it's out of print, but you can find it. You can still find it on Amazon and other places. And yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it's a it's a wonderful book, especially for for people who are new to North Carolina.
6: Oh yeah, yeah. I I, I some people I think uh, I, I guess uh, the the prices it's coming almost like gold now for some people because I. Some of the prices that some people have put on the book on Amazon were um uh, were extremely
4: they high. know its
2: true value and have jacked oh, the yeah. price up. Mm-hmm.
6: So Oh yeah, yeah. But uh my, my um my question was and I uh, I'm not I'm not really a great uh, grass guy but but then again I I don't want to be want the HOA to bash me to uh Siberia.
2: I understand. For,
6: for a yard for a yard of uh of uh, of half weeds and half Bermuda grass.
2: I say, actually, they're not wild onions; it's wild garlic. Oh, wild wow. uh, garlic is what it is, what it is <laughs> okay. t- technically. Uh, and most of your broadleaf weed killers should get them. Uh, my daughter's yard had to be sprayed this past week because they were fairly prevalent. And now is a really good time uh, to get them because they'll, you know, continue growing, get bigger, larger, and happier and you don't want them to impede uh, the spread of your Bermuda but if you look up on the label of any broadleaf weed killer you should see that that's on there and it may say wild garlic instead of onion Carter hold on
1: so you can uh, we can get more information on that and you can talk to Rufus too yeah, hello, hold, hold on through the news we'll All be right. back